and defensive coordinators, there's a win for you as Dan Quinn is headed to Washington to be the head coach of the Washington Commanders. They have the second pick in the draft. They need a QB. They have some weapons down there or over there with Scary Terry, Terry McLaurin. They got the the two-headed beast as far as the running backs, which I don't know if they use them correctly, but they have some weapons. They need a quarterback. This is a a full-blown reset. So we will break down all things NFL. And now that essentially all of the spots are filled – who didn't get picked? Who got left on the island or kicked off the island if you watch Survivor and where they could end up? Hey, Belichick, you could be my assistant, okay? Maybe that's what some of these coaches are saying. But first, it is time, as promised, for the Eddie Griffin ticket giveaway. Live Nation has teamed up with Sackdown Sports to hook you up with tickets to check out comedy legend Eddie Griffin live at the Hard Rock Sacramento April 13th. Hit up the Folsom Lake Honda hotline Right now, looking for caller number... The Rock, two. Mitch Richmond, number two. Number two. Caller number dose. Caller number two to win a pair of tickets to check out Eddie Griffin. That is right now, 916-339-1140. 916-339-1140. Caller number two to win your pair of tickets to see Eddie Griffin at Hard Rock, Sacramento, April 13th. Nate will take care of you. Nate picked the number today. So if you win, thank Nate. If you lose, get mad at Nate. He's gotcha. Your tickets to the Eddie Griffin. Thank you to Live Nation. 916-339-1140. Washington Commanders get their guy, Chris Watkins. Yep. What Dan do you think? Quinn. Um, it it'd be tough to get excited if you're a Commanders fan, is what I would think. Like, you know, is Dan Quinn a, a bad NFL coach? Probably I, I think probably not. Um but if you're looking at recent success, I mean, just look no further than the Cowboys' last game. Yeah, Don't know if that's a, a glowing review. And then the last time he was a head coach, uh, oh, yeah, that was the the Falcons when they completely blew that Super Bowl. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions about how much of that was Dan Camp, or I'm sorry, Dan Quinn and how much of that was Kyle Shanahan and all that. Um, you know, it's fine. I think I, I you know, I, I'd be – Pretty disappointed to go from Ben Johnson to Dan Quinn, especially. But you know, it's it's a fine hire, but I don't think it's one that you're really going to get super excited about. But I would push that and say, you know, from the Kings' perspective, I wasn't over the moon about Mike Brown being hired wow. either. And it ended up being look how open you are. Uh, you know, well, we we gotta we gotta fill air, so it's tough to it's tough to be on here and lie. So uh, yeah, I think I think that uh, I did so honest. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, I definitely think Dan Quinn will be fine, but I think at the end of the day, I mean, that Washington situation, to your earlier point, is going to be decided by which quarterback they bring in, not by which head coach. Yeah. Yeah, so... Better get a good coordinator in there, too. Got to get a good coordinator. We know that is very important when and you decide is to either Bien-Ami go... Is BNB staying, actually? I don't I don't think we I don't know that they know. heard. Yeah, right. I, I, don't, I don't know that they know. I think this was the first thing... That had to happen. So here you go. Here is a list of the notable quarterback or notable coaches that did not get picked up. Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Aaron Glenn, Ben Johnson. Well, Ben Johnson decided to stay. Yeah. Anthony Weaver, Mike Kafka, and Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. There's a lot of good names on that list. I mean, some of which I understand. Like, you know, Belichick, I assume, probably just wanted 
like complete power. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many situations we're willing to give it to him. Pete Carroll, I don't know if Pete Carroll's going to coach again. Like I, I, he's obviously got the energy for it, but you know, with ben, names like Ben Johnson out there, like I, I don't know. And there's going to be a whole new crop. Who's going to go with the oldest coach in the NFL when you could possibly go for the hot young coordinator? Didn't the Didn't the Seahawks say Pete Carroll is still connected technically I think right they said, now? Right, front office. Right? Basically, hey, if you don't get picked up, you yeah. can kick it with us. <laughs> yeah, essentially, you can still collect a check if you want. The Eric Bieniemy thing, you know, I, it just never happened for him, and now I don't know if it will because, like we will. said, now there's if the Lions do their thing and they win the Super Bowl, if they get to the Super Bowl, Ben Johnson now probably says, okay, now I feel like I've done enough. And yeah. now I want, he's, he's not going to stay there for long. So that it's just like quarterbacks. Yeah. Now yeah. there's a whole new crop exactly. of offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, hot teams or hot names. Could be a cut. Look at yeah. Jim Harbaugh snagging a spot. So I think the enemy, I don't know what happens. I don't know. Is it crazy? Is this insane to go college no, he might have college. to. No, he seriously might have to because, like, especially to to get the top spot. Because I think at this point, everyone knows what he is as a coordinator. I mm-hmm. think it's uh, for whatever reason. I mean, I I I haven't been too you know keen on how his interviews have gone wrong, but uh, to me, it just clearly seems like people, for whatever reason, don't believe that he's the right person for that job. And much like we saw Deion Sanders do. I think you got to take it into your own hands at, at that point. If you really, if that is your your overall goal, which I would imagine every coach is there is is trying to become a head coach, then sometimes you got to make things happen. And uh, yeah, he he might have to go the college route, uh, especially with you know we we see how college is has changed and college coaching has changed so much. Maybe uh, maybe it will fit Eric B. Enemy. We have some news here that a couple people are a couple people are reporting it. Uh, Jed York just did some, I, be, I believe, just did some availability. And this one specifically is from David Lombardi, but I'm seeing it from, oh I'm seeing it for from other Niners media members as I feel like well. It's usually not a good thing if you're. No, it's good, but I, I, I do think it's, I do think it's, what do we do with this information? A little bit. Okay. This is from David Lombardi of the Athletic. 49ers owner Jed York just revealed. This is 14 minutes ago. 49ers owner Jed York just revealed that Kyle Shanahan told him he thought Brock Purdy would be SF's best quarterback all the way back in training camp of 2022 when Purdy was still a rookie and the 49ers had both Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance on the roster. I think it says at this point. I, I think, think that says more about the other it, two, right? You could, you, yeah. could, you could take it both ways, right? I mean, yeah. they've been – now everybody's – I don't – the forum that this was said, I know Emil is 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 floating around here. Maybe just some media availability for Jed York or or something. But now everybody is being much more open that Trey Lance was a complete flop. It's right. a lot easier yeah. to say yeah. that when you hit on when you feel like you've hit on somebody else. Because when it was Trey Lance and they were trying to put lipstick on a pig, for lack yeah. of a better term, it was we just need to work on his you know the, his his get rid of the hitch and. We got this, we got that. So, I, I, I don't really know. Yeah, that's interesting. But now all of a sudden, I don't know. It's but then giving... what about the Kyle saying he wanted Tom Brady this off season? Like, now how yeah, much of that he was, was just injury? Him. Like, how much of that was concern about Brock's shoulder not completely healing, but or, or elbow? I should say. Right. Not so fully that's healing? when really they hadn't seen Brock 
do right. much. And to all the haters out there, that's Brock working with the third team. Yes. He's not right. working with the ballers. And, he, and, and sure, he's not going up against the first team defense, but he's not working with Debo. He's yeah. not working with Kittle if he's on the third team. Yeah, and I'm curious too, like, did he say – you know, I could see that kid becoming our best option? Or did he say, no, today, if you gave me a choice, I want that kid starting, mm-hmm. like, game one? Is that what yeah. – I think he – right, I think he's saying eventually. Right, exactly, which is – you know, I'm sure coaches say that about guys all the time. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, I, I think that's definitely something. It definitely shows that, at the very least, like, he was on Kyle's radar. And I think uh, – Funny enough, I think Emil was is somebody who's who's just said like I will uh, or I I noticed Brock Purdy at training camp as well. I think it, it's you know I again I I do agree with you that it, to me I think that says just as much about the other two uh, as it does about Brock. I think that those those other two are just they're they're not up to snuff. Like I I just think that Brock or uh, Trey Lance and and uh, Jimmy G like. I just think that's speaking more to the fact that Kyle probably just never really believed in them. Yeah, I don't know that he knew. I don't, right. Now, but this is what happens, right? Now the whole thing is going to be, okay, are, are we saying that Kyle knew that Brock was going to be this, right? And And again, this, how much is this a this, right, in quotes, if they don't win the Super Bowl? Doesn't if they don't win if the if the Niners don't win the Super Bowl everything doesn't reset but the Niners might not have questions about who their starting quarterback is going to be but there would still be questions as far as can Brock get it done for you unless he has a a complete he just balls out and for some reason the Niners sure. just can't stop the Chiefs because Jalen Hurts balled out against the Chiefs yeah. he came in that back the next season and dare I say he regressed he did no he definitely did I, I think I trust Brock's processing and pure yeah, quarterback definitely. play. More than Jalen Hurts, and but he's got Kyle too, if you don't win it, all of these—it's it, just a little victory. And I don't. Maybe it wasn't meant to sound victory sure. lappy, right? But it's giving—you know—light years ahead. Light years ahead. Yeah. Right. Oh well, we got the two timelines. Well, right. that thing is about to explode, and and you don't have Ant Man to save it. Right. Right. So I don't know what to do with this, but I know that everybody's feeling good right now yeah. with the Niners, and I think, like we said, it says more about. How how little he trusted Jimmy Garoppolo yes. and and Trey Lance. That's it. That's what I'm reading from it, and uh, you know, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I guess sure, whatever. It's a, a tip in the cap or a feather in the cap of of Kyle Shanahan if he was able to truly uh, diagnose Brock that early. But you know, at the same time, it's also an interesting question of okay, if that is true, um, what leads to is it just politics the fact that yeah jimmy was being paid and brought or and and trey was the top pick that you just had to i mean i think we all know that that's what it is but you know (laughs) is that is that right you know like and how how many other situations are there like that in the nfl where you know we talked about uh who was it i think you said emmanuel moutier brought it up right from the nba front where he said you know, a GM called me in and said, you know, I'm, you know, Moody is over here averaging 12 points off the bench, but the GM calls him in and says, Hey man, sorry, you're going to get cut or we're going to have to cut your minutes because politics, like we're paying this other guy more than you. And so as a franchise, we just have to throw him out there regardless of whether it makes us better or not. 
it just makes me wonder of how many other situations in the NFL possibly or in other sports in general are like this where coaches might say, no, oh, this dude, like, I, I just think, you know, whatever. I'm just let, – let's throw – maybe Mike Brown really believes that Keon Ellis is truly way better than Davion Mitchell, but he's just like, I can't because the politics of Davion Mitchell's a top pick and we got to try and figure this out. I just wonder how many other situations in sports are like that as well where well, coaches believe – wholeheartedly this guy is our best option but we can't play yeah but this one is a bit different because he's also mr irrelevant like that makes it yeah this this one is a little different to me just because of the timing and you know you're in training camp and you you really don't know much about this kid and you're not just going to throw brock out there to start a season right if anything you can use the excuse hey you know Quarterbacks sit all the time, right? That's not what they were selling to us. They were selling that Trey Lance is the guy. But in their mind, it could be, we think this guy could be ready. If Trey hits, outstanding. If not, we think we got a guy. So I don't think it was uh, the same as the Moutier situation where we know you can do this. It's just, he looks pretty darn good. We got guys ahead of him, and we'll see how this thing works out. So I think it's a little different, but I'm sure these conversations come up all the time. All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, should Fox and Sabonis be named All-Star Reserves? Do you care? Because the Aaron Fox does not. Styles and Watkins, Sackdown Sports. Sackdown Sports. Call or text at 916-339-1140. Per Mark Stein, I've heard more than once this week not to discount the idea that Brooklyn big man Nick Claxton could be more available over the next seven days than previously advertised. There are mixed signals in circulation Mm. about the Nets' plans with Claxton as unrestricted free agency looms this summer. I think Back we up. have a new champion as uh, the trade deadline yeah, team of uh, that's right. team of rumors. That's right. It the has Nets. moved from is Atlanta it the Nets or the to Brooklyn? Wizards. And Wizards. I forgot and the about Wizards. the Wizards. Oh, my God. Claxton, I don't know that's what the Kings He's need. a little overqualified to be a backup. That's right. So, it's just, it's, I would love him. He he would, you know, be a really good mobile big to play next to Sabonis or behind Sabonis, but he's just overqualified. But not good enough to move Sabonis to the four. I wouldn't think so. I don't. I just don't like that idea at all. Mm-hmm. I, I've heard a couple people float it out. I just. I feel like it ruins a lot of the spacing uh, that the Kings would have, and I don't know. I, I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. But I, I like Claxton, and again, I think if anything, it just speaks to the Brooklyn Nets' openness to to be dealing people. It sounds like Mikhail Bridges isn't happening for anybody, but. You know, it sounds like Dorian Finney-Smith is starting to heat up. It sounds like Royce O'Neal mm-hmm. is pretty much gone. Uh, Spencer Dimwitty, I think they actually came out and said he will not be on this team uh, past the deadline. So it sounds like he's all but gone. You know, that just sounds like, you know, they'll be willing to possibly part with things for possibly cheaper than yeah. uh, what somebody, somebody else would because they are going to tell themselves, hey, well, we still have a couple other pieces where we could recoup uh, some of the things. So I, I think if the Kings were kicking the tires on Royce O'Neal, Dorian Finney-Smith possibly, I, I, I think those are the two names right now that seem to be uh, having the most traction behind them from the Sacramento standpoint. Which is interesting. Yeah. Two wings. Dorian. 
Dorian Finney. That is the name that has kind of floated around. Yeah. And I like it, depending yeah. on the the price, right? right? What happened so. to the Dorian Finney two first? Is no that thanks. done now? No, thanks. Please. No, it is done now. I and now so. all of these teams, and it's, look, good on them for trying. But you got to. It was never Everyone going, saw the Maasai playbook, and they were like, it, it was never going to happen. Have you ever, and, and maybe people in their jobs, you ever have the friend that tells you it's obviously not your job, that tells you just give your, your company an ultimatum? Oh, yeah. Right. Dude, yeah. just tell them if you don't get the promotion, you're, you're gone. Leaving. You're gone. Yeah. And you're like, what about rent, buddy? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I don't have another job lined yeah, exactly. up. So what if they say no? Dude, trust me, they Dude, won't say they no. They won't say no. No, no, no. But if they what value if they you, you yeah. if they value you, they won't say no. <laughs> Well, what if they do? What if they do? You know? I don't know. And a lot of these teams didn't give full ultimatums, but very similar. Hey, we're not moving this guy. We're not moving that guy. We're firm on our price. Exactly. And now as the deadline creeps closer and they realize that they're going to be stuck in bad situations, those first rounders are not not floating around the way they were earlier. That was wild, and that was only a week ago. It was crazy. I mean, what? Even I, I don't think that we've heard officially the price has gone down, but like Caruso, Caruso two first round two picks, first. like yeah. that's just not happening. Uh, yeah, even Dorian Finney-Smith, I think, was being floated around two first. Uh, it's you know, yeah, it, it's about that season where yeah, everyone's trying to put on uh, put on a front and say, oh yeah, if you if you want him, you're gonna have to really go and get him because we're not in any rush to get rid of him. And then, like you said, you get closer to the deadline and people are starting to say, hey, why is why is Buddy Heald still on this roster? Mm-hmm. I thought we agreed that that wasn't going to be good for us this year. And GMs start to feel pressure. And, you know, yeah, I, I think that the Kings are going to be in that kind of situation where they're floating right now. I think we all know that they're a good team. I think we all can acknowledge that there's another level for them to go to. Um, but we've also seen them play bad enough at points to where, hey, if De'Aaron Fox, one of your key contributors misses five to ten games, mm-hmm. could things go really bad? And so I, I could see the Kings feeling that kind of pressure to say, yeah, you know, we we might need to uh, up our aggressiveness on on the trade market. Well, it's a matter of who is going to be more desperate. Yes, exactly. Well, they, yeah, that's the name of the game right there. Absolutely. And right now, calling bluffs, all of it. I still think that as far as the desperation, the Kings hold more cards because yeah. of their history. Sure. And you just went to the playoffs first time in 16 years. Yeah. And you're in prime position to go to the playoffs again. Right. Next season, if you get bounced in the first round or you lose in the play-in, something like that, it's obvious. Yeah. But then that turns into everybody knows. Maybe now you get a better deal exactly. because people don't know if you're buying or selling. Nope. Next season, if you get bounced in the first round or bounced in the play-in, yep. everybody's going to know you're – you're getting rid of somebody. Right. Exactly. So, I can I though I think in that in that position those players lose value, yeah. right? I know you got to get rid of Harrison Barnes or Kevin Herter. Yeah. So, that's not enough. You got to give me picks if you want this guy. Right. So, yeah. that's a that's actually an argument to yeah. make a move now. And there's a lot of names out there too. There's not mm-hmm. always tons of names out there. Like yeah. it feels like it's a bit of I I can never remember if it's a buyer or a seller market, but with there being so many names out there, the Kings have the capability of going, oh, Brooklyn, wait, what? You want how it's many for that? It's a buyer's market. Well, then I'm going to go over yeah. there. Yeah, it's right. a buyer's market, 
but these teams think it's a seller's market. Yeah. Right now, apparently it is with these first, but it yeah. will be a buyer's market yes. the closer it gets to the deadline. And there will be more desperate teams with players than teams in the Kings position. Exactly. The yeah. teams in the Kings position, the Lakers, Lakers seems Warriors. Lakers, like maybe, and Warriors, yeah. Right. I, actually, I would say the Lakers and Warriors are more desperate than Absolutely. the Kings and the Mavs. 100%. 100%. So they're not even they're at, at the, the same level. They're at the that you were describing the Kings possibly being at next year. That's right. So yeah. they're not even at the same level. Yeah. And and that is, that's good for the Kings to not – Feel pressure now. Yeah. You never want to make a move out of desperation. No, right? like on these ki- on the Kings Airways here at the flagship. <laughs> all right, sometimes we can sound a little bit desperate for the Kings <laughs> to make a move, but the reality is yeah. they are not. I mean, these you talk about wasting primes. The Kings they're they're still beginning their prime. Yep. You got Steph Curry, you got <laughs> LeBron James, yeah. and Anthony Davis actually playing well. You playing waste, period <laughs> playing period. You waste that. You yeah. might be looking for a job like Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick yeah. and and Mike Vrabel and these guys. Yeah, Darvin Ham's days are definitely numbered. Some this of point. those memes are insane. They're insane. They're insane. I saw somebody meme Doc saying Doc is trying so hard not to look like <laughs> Darvin Ham, and I'm like, the inception levels of this is insane. That dude, he does not. There's. There's no way. It just feels like David Blatt. Yeah. It really feels like when LeBron had yeah. David Blatt, and it was just like a. This dude's not going to be here. We no. all know this. So what is what's going on? I mean, there's like daily videos now of LeBron giving giving Darvin Ham some side eye, yeah, rolling yeah. his eyes, talking crap. Like there's something every single game, and it just feels like that dude's a dead man walking at this point. Yeah, there's tier one desperation. I think the Kings are tier two, maybe yeah. even tier three. I would say so. Okay, yeah. especially and and I think and the problem is. You got to make a decision quickly, yes. and I think they're probably waiting to see what happens with the more desperate sure. teams. Yeah, but they could also try and be a third team too, like in a yeah. three-team deal. You I don't want to wait too long. No, definitely not. And then if you really like Kuzma, do you do you wait and see if the price drops? But one of these more desperate teams says, "Fine, yeah. right? We don't we we want Kuzma more." So yeah. it's a dance, just like everything—a salsa or merengue, hey. something like that. And we will see what the Kings do. Got to get to a break. When we get back, some numbers on De'Aaron Fox. If he misses the All-Star game, there would be some first based on what he has done this season. And we review Prop Talk. Not a good day at the office for Allen. Not a great day at the office for Allen. Styles and Watkins. And and we'll see what Chris did. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think it was very good for any of us. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. News coming out, and thank you to Emil Fergoso who stopped in during the break. Surprise media availability for the Niners. That is where Jed York spoke about how direct Kyle Shanahan is, and he used that story as an example. A couple other notes coming out of that media availability. Nick Bosa was asked if anything stands out about the Chiefs' offensive tackles when he watches them. They hold a lot, Bosa said. <laughs> I mean, that's one. Hey, why Do not? Work before the game, man. Get in where you yeah. fit in. Make the make the refs exactly. know about it. Let them know about it right now. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I'll say this. As we talk about the, I whip my head back and forth from the Austin Reeves, and yeah. so they call they're called grifters. That's what foul merchants okay. or also grifters. Okay, all right. And yeah, I, mean, I think I heard Stephen Ruiz they threw out that term, and I was like, oh, yes, they're called they're called grifters, and or I call them foul merchants. That's what we call them here on Styles and Watkins. And Patrick Mahomes is definitely a grifter. He is definitely somebody that's going to whip his head back. And I'll tell you this much, and maybe it's just how he was built in Arizona with those hot tubs. Brock Purdy does not do that. No, yeah. Brock Purdy, and, and I would I say like Brock. Say he plays with some integrity. He plays with a ton of integrity. Yeah. And Patrick Mahomes, for as good as he is, he doesn't. Josh Allen. They actually the are the two. Lot. Yeah, I mean. Those, are, those are the two worst. Is there anybody off the top of your head worse then those who Taylor Heineke is just annoying to me. Yeah, but I can't think of anybody off the top. Jalen Jalen plays with integrity. I just don't know how how good he actually is. It's honestly not something I really look for specifically from quarterbacks because it's just not like a. It's sell just so job, egregious but, yeah. with those two. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think I can think of anyone in particular that does it as bad as those two because those two are also huge. Like it's one right. thing if like. Russell Wilson is getting, you know, thrown around or something like mm-hmm. Kyler Murray or something like that. That makes yeah. sense. But like those two are like two of the biggest guys in the NFL. I don't think Herbert like, does position. it. Burrow, I don't think so. Burrow, I don't think so. I don't think so. Those two are bad. Yeah. They're bad. They're really bad. So good on Brock for playing with, <laughs> with integrity. some integrity. That's what we love to see. De'Aaron Fox is, I, don't, I was going to say, hoping that he makes the all star team. I, clearly, he doesn't really care. He told our guy, Chris Biederman, right, or the, told the sack B, I don't really care about being an all-star, which we discussed earlier yeah. on the show. The Kings Herald had this to say, but if Fox misses the all-star game, he'll be the first player in NBA history to average over 27 points and five assists to miss the game when not injured or on a below 500 team. There you go. I mean, that's a, that's a really damning number right there. Is that just how – ridiculous the talent is in the nba right now absolutely absolutely like that that is absolutely a a uh a perfect example of that because part of that is because usually 27 point per game scorers there's like three of them in the league in total Mm -hmm. and i think De'Aaron's like 10th in points per game and he's at 27 so that's really what that is that that's more of a as you say a sign of the times uh of anything but nonetheless it is still a fact it would be pretty crazy to have somebody who's having those kind of numbers and say, eh, I, we can't find a spot for you. Mm, mm, mm. Even yeah. saying that, I still don't I, I, I don't know if De'Aaron's going to make it tonight. I don't know. I really don't. So what's it's the tough. rollout tonight? The game and then they announce it? I believe it? it's announcement and then game. Announcement and I believe the, the announcement will come around 4 o'clock. Um, before, and then the game's at 4.30. Before the Celtics take on Rui Hachimura. Rui, yep. Vanderbilt, Vando, Austin Reeves, big Austin Reeves day. Yeah, it could be. Who else do they have? Oh, D'Lo. Over under under D'Lo shots tonight. No AD or LeBron. 20 20 easy. 25. Easy. 20 easy work. Let me see. Well, is this prop talk segment? I guess it kind of is in a way. By the way, Nate, Nate, I... I, I'm not saying it wasn't true. Maybe it just wasn't – I wasn't quick <laughs> enough. Nate found a herder 1.5, three-pointers somewhere. 
It was in I, the morning. So okay, it, it was okay. in the morning when we were pre-show prepping. Gotcha. So maybe the, they you will said the bump line up. moves. They will bump up. So I, I mean, that's what I saw. It so was hey, the green thing. Nate hit. Nate hit on his. Chris, let's see if you hit on yours. I did. Okay. I did hit on Yeah, mine. no, yeah, you don't have to brag about I it. I did. No, it was great. It was actually such a good call by me. I've, I've Over not. 24 rebounds for Sabonis and bam, Chris hit on that. Which leaves Allen Styles, the the lone warrior, Malik Monk, ten and a half points, Oof. which I thought was a lock. Yeah, and we all agreed we with a lock. We thought that was the biggest lock of the, the six guess. points. Tough six points. <laughs> Unlock it. Unlock Put that it. In reverse. Yeah. Not a wow. single free throw. Oh, Just, 4 from three. Three of eight from the field. I'd, I'd like to add as well. Um, the other one I was going to take for that all or nothing was the Bam added out of bio half block. So either he gets one or doesn't. Mm. And man. I was like, man, I should really just take that, whatever, that he gets the block. And I didn't – the man didn't get a block. He sure didn't. Wow. Well, so, the zone, they, they, the Kings didn't drive. Yeah. What would you think about uh, Bam's performance uh, in terms of the fraudulent meter? I talked about yesterday how Miami fans kind of somehow – sometimes we'll, we'll – uh, We'll talk about Bam, how he's, you know, if you watch him night in, night out, you'll you'll probably be left a little bit cold. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if fraudulent is the right word, but yeah. he didn't – I didn't think he was better than Sabonis. Yeah. I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't think that the Kings would be better if they swapped mm-hmm. at yeah. all. It, it just doesn't feel like he's got the – it feels like he has the, all the tools, but, like, maybe it's aggressiveness or something – it's just not quite there for him. He just plays. He just plays like someone. He's six nine, right? He just plays yeah. like someone at at twenty six years old. So still fairly young. Yeah. He just plays like someone who's still developing. Yeah, and the question is, should he? Should he be? Because that's a great same, question. Same draft as De'Aaron and, and Malik, and you see, especially Malik. Like Malik is, he went through. Like, some, like he's been the same dude things. for two seasons, yeah. three seasons. Has he gotten I feel like. better? Yeah, is also the question, right? Is is you know, he has he just kind of been the same since he got in the NBA? I mean, I remember the bubble uh, was when he had that block on Jason Tatum with like his his fingertip, mm-hmm. and uh, I feel like I still kind of view Bam as that same kind of guy. I mean, maybe he maybe he just peaked early. I mean, he is a a pretty a pretty remarkable like physical presence. Like he's he's really cut up, and he's six nine and runs center, so. You know, there's possibility that maybe he was just further further developed as his his body was further developed, and maybe you know it, it did him well early in life. But you know now, you know he's he's undersized. He's an undersized center now. That's what so, I'm saying. You know, we say Sabonis is undersized, and he's six ten, six eleven. I would yeah. say more skewed towards six eleven. Bam, he's really undersized, and he's trying to do the same thing Sabonis does. So. You know, I could say it. I don't know. It, and yeah, it becomes the question. You don't hear it often in Miami, but can they win with Bam as their center in Miami? I would be saying that. I, I would be yeah. saying that a ton. I mean, you that's what Miami is. A bunch of guys who are really good, but are they good enough? Yeah. Jimmy all, Butler. Performing expectations. Yes. Probably. Bam out of bio. I, I, mean, I don't know Jaime what. Hawkins, you can throw him Jaime, in that Well, you know what to do with Tyler Hero. They've now no, Tyler too. Hero. What I feel like he's got a Jack Harlow song after him. So, he's got it. You know, that that that's, means that's he's set. Yeah. Tyler Hero is now. They've now turned him into this. Oh, that's a computer. They've now, like, they've, now they've now turned him into some hybrid point guard. Yeah, Tyler Hero. Yeah. I, I don't know if they know what he's no. trying to be. Well, and then there's the question of last year he gets hurt in the opening round and they make it to the finals without him. What does that say? What does that say about you that 
you know, your team was a play in with you playing for a majority of the season. And then you go out and then all of a sudden they're playing the best basketball they had all year. Like, and that's why I think he was at the forefront of all those Dame trades. And we remember the summer he had where Mm -hmm. he took Miami off of all of his Instagrams and did the whole shebang of, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm doing the media blackout and then he doesn't get moved. And so how weird is that situation to walk back into and be like, guess who's here? Guess who's still here? It's me. And, uh, you're going to have to deal with it because I'm one of your guys' best players and you're going to have to do right by me or ship them off. I, I I have no idea what Miami, what direction Miami is going to go either because, I mean, you see on a night like last night, they can turn it on, but with them being two games above 500, it's like that also something's kind of got to give. Right. Well, that the question is, was that the, was the Kings shooting 30% from three, was that the Heat turning it on or right. was that just – the Kings Heat won, Kings lost. Which yeah. one, like which one was more the case there? Did the Kings lose it or did Miami force the Kings to right. shoot that poorly? Right. You know, got to get to a break soon here. Let's just go with the fi- your final answer on yes. the All-Star. How many All-Stars for the Kings and who? I think Sabonis is a lock. I think at this point with how well he's played, it'd be it'd be really hard to keep him off. De'Aaron, I really think it's going to be, if you see Steph Curry's name announced, I I just don't know if De'Aaron's going to make the list because Anthony Edwards still has to get in. I think Devin Booker's going to get in, and then it's going to be come down to if they feel like – Steph is on an under 500 team, and his numbers are incredible, and he is Steph Curry. Can they keep him – I mean, we we LeBron what has started twenty straight All Star games, you know. There is a bit of these guys are these faces of the league. They have to be involved in the All Star game, regardless. I don't care if the Warriors are three or ten games below five hundred. If Steph Curry is playing well, he needs to be in the All Star game. There's that argument, but then there's the you know De'Aaron, like like the Kings Herald said, he's putting up numbers too, and he's on a winning team, so. How are you going to justify one or the, over the other? If I had to guess, I think it's going to be Sabonis. I bet Fox gets left off. And I don't know if he'll be an injury. I, I, I bet he'll be an injury replacement. But he, I, I truly don't believe that he wants to go to the game. So here's the problem with De'Aaron Fox. 27, 4, and 5.5. And That's his line. Points, rebounds, assists. Devin Booker, 28, mm. 4, and he's averaging 7 assists because mm. they have him in that point, right, guard, that point role. guard role. Right. And here's the other problem with Anthony Edwards, 25 and a half points. So De'Aaron has him in points, right. 5.2 rebounds, so one more rebound than De'Aaron, 5.2 assists. So De'Aaron actually has more assists than Anthony Edwards, but Anthony Edwards— They don't have any other— He's Timberwolves the, in, either. and he's on the one seat. Yeah, like I mean, he's, that's the he's, problem that you have to get a Timber. You can't it, have an All Star game and not have the best yeah. player on the one seed. It's not, not a ma- to me, Steph. You you fine. Steph is there. The problem is Anthony Edwards, not his stats, but the fact that they're the one seed. Yeah, well, and Ant too is a star in his own and, right, and is a star in his own. You know? I'm just saying, stats wise, De'Aaron, you kind of has him. Yeah, but Based I don't, on those there is three. no way that De'Aaron's making it over Ant because of De'Ant's uh, a bigger star. And you can make the argument, well, yeah, if Ant were on a worse team, maybe he would That's have true. better stats. So That's true. I, I just don't think there's any way that Anthony Edwards – there's no, there's a 0% yeah, chance that De'Aaron if, would make it and Ant wouldn't. You could say if De'Aaron was on 
the the T Wolves are they still a one seed? We don't. This is sure. a Brock Purdy conversation again. <laughs> Enough with that. All right. Got to a oh, real quick. Yes. From the two oh nine. Why did you say you don't think De'Aaron wants to go to the All Star game from the two oh nine? Because no, he said that. <laughs> he said that to the sack. Sacramento B. That's what yes. he said. He said, "Let me get the direct quote." Yeah, the direct time. quote is, "I don't really care about being an all star." There you go. <laughs> so that's not us. That's not us assuming that or or just saying it. De'Aaron said that yes. to the Sacramento B. And now, I was whether, also at the All Star game last year, and let me tell you, De'Aaron did not want to be there. There you go. He there missed you go. A, the only. He had a dunk that he literally missed in that All-Star game. Got to get to a break when we get Didn't back. Score. Crossover, crosstalk with the drive guys. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Sacktown Sports. Check us out on YouTube. Search Sacktown Sports and subscribe. Whitey Michael Gleason in the building, the Drive Guys. Hello. Sorry, I have brand new headphones, and so everything sounds a little weird. You know, it's like do I sound clear? Reality. Do I sound clear? No, but okay. I don't think it's you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Try to save a few bucks on headphones. You know, it's like ah. Yeah. I actually saw a joke about that. It was when you try to buy Air AirPods or earbuds from the dollar store cuz you know they're everywhere right. and like your somebody walks out, puts it in and their just ears start immediately burning oh, and they have to go boy. back. I've bought inside. a couple of those from like Target and stuff mm-hmm. and more times than not, just yeah, you end up it. cutting up your ears. And yeah, it's they're like, like, oh, they're white. They look like AirPods. Yeah, exactly. Just... Yeah, no one will know. And it's like, well, you'll know when your your audio sounds yeah. like this. And it's like, okay. And I know that I know that the holidays are over, but can I just say one? I don't know if it's been the same for either of you, but one gift I think I'm ready to retire, and I don't want to receive anymore. Because it just turns into, yeah, here it's kind of a nice gift, but, you know, it's also inexpensive. Enough with the Bluetooth speakers. I don't need <laughs> yeah, any more. it's got to be quality. We all have them now. Yeah. I don't need the washboard sounding. And, like, and, and my mom is probably thinking yeah. I'm coming at her because she, she gave, <laughs> Mom, you know I have at least two Bluetooth speakers. Thank you, but no thank you. you know, I, that's I don't need them. The company gave everybody. It is I know quite that. Literally I know that. The company gave and that's what, okay. And that's what, that's what made me think I don't need any more. It is just going in a pile right. because they're a little. Yeah. You, you just because somebody like me, I keep them just in case. Yeah, right. No, so totally. I have three. Yeah, <laughs> I have three, know. but I have one yeah. really nice one that I use. Right. All right. Well, maybe you save the nice one for nice occasions, and then like you know, beach day or something where you might get sand in there. You know, bring you can your never own. have too many. Am I right? That, no, no, you no, can you probably can. you can probably have and too I'm many. I'm at my limit already. <laughs> There's definitely a line. I'm at, some at my point. limit already. All right, football feud. Let's do it. I, I need redemption. All right, it's time for the football feud. Good luck to you both. There we go. Chris Watkins, our reigning champion. Am yeah, I right? If you can call well, it. You that. didn't say that to me yesterday. <laughs> I'll say it today. Chris Watkins is our reigning oh. champion. <laughs> the reason I bring it up is not to rub it in, Alan. It's because we have a choice here, so the champ oh, no. gets the option. Okay. I have a quarterback category. Okay. I have a receiver category. Which would you like? Well, we already did the quarterback, so let's go receivers. Okay. Oh, Alan doesn't seem too excited <laughs> about that. Oh, no. All right. My fault. 
have top seven on the board. He's really not excited for this. Let's do it. It's more of a QB guy. Wrong attitude about this whole thing. You're still upset about your your Bluetooth speakers. That's right. You're mad because I didn't say yesterday that you were the champion. That's right. I didn't get a choice. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's do it. All right. Top seven on the board. Shout your name to buzz in. I got that this time. Okay. I'm ready. Who caught the most career passes in Super Bowl play? Chris. Yes, Chris. Jerry Rice. Number one answer right there. Yeah. Jerry Rice with 33 catches in four Super Bowl games. Mm. So, the option is yours, my friend. Yeah. Pass. I just get all the options today. Yeah. Great. (laughs) Well, you're not a really good poker player. No, I'm I'm going to pass this one over to my buddy over here who's just thrilled and looks like he's he's ready to list all the receivers. Because this could work out in your favor, as you well know. Sure could. Uh, Top seven on the board. Number one is Jerry Rice, who caught the most career passes in Super Bowl play. I have a question for you both. You guys decide the rules. I know occasionally you guys will have some help here on the text line. Is that legal? It is completely illegal. I haven't gotten any help. Okay. I haven't seen any help come in. No, no. All right. Okay. Okay, so you're up. Okay. Yeah. What do you got? I need an answer. Julian Edelman? Julian Edelman, huh? Good guess. Uh, let's see. He caught 24 in four games. Number six on the list. Nice. Well done. <laughs> yeah, uh, still okay. no strikes against you. All right. Uh, you have... As you I said, have... by the way, that's uh, he's six on the list with 24. Okay. Catches. Okay. Yeah. So you have Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin survey says, wow. strike one. Jeez. I'm sorry. Overrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Kevin Ow. Smith might have had something to do with that, but what do I know? All right. All right. Gronk? Or he's not a receiver. No, but. That's, wow, that's a great question. I said who right? caught the most passes. Okay, right. Gronk. Yeah. Rob Gronkowski? I think that's yes. the guy's name. The yes. other one. Survey says number two answer is Gronk. Mm-hmm. He played mm-hmm. in five Super Bowls. Wow. Twenty nine catches. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you got number one Rice, number two Gronk, and you got number six technically tied for fifth. But uh, Julian Edelman. Yeah. So you're cruising. You're still Killing well it. one strike against you. Okay. All right. And the more names you name, even if you can't complete it, the harder it gets for Chris. If you turn it over to him again. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You have. You guys are into this, aren't you? It's getting testy. <laughs> I'm ch- okay. Uh, I'm just. Don't is, like is to there be any more? Are there any more? By the way, Tom that's Brady the whole Purdy guys. thing. That's why so many people that were, they said Purdy was no good. They won't give it up. Yeah. They don't want to be wrong. Absolutely. It's hard to admit that right. you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. It's you hard for have... people to change their minds or admit to it. Boy, this is a long answer. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm running thin here. I, I don't know. Three seconds. Two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, strike two against you. Sorry. Strike two? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, you still I got one my strike. Together. Sounds like maybe you're dry. You have no more answers? I don't know. I mean, I know he had I know he had the catch. I mean, I know it's not Dwight Clark, but I'll just say it anyway. Dwight Clark, D.C. Uh, Dwight Clark, survey says, strike three, you're out, Ooh. Alan. That's incorrect. Oh, no. So now it goes over to... Yeah. Chris Watkins, and you could still pull this out. Because Chris has to right name. Now, I like to overthink these things. One of the guys left on the list. Top seven on the board who yeah. got the most career passes in Super Bowl play. One Rice, two Gronk. Okay. 33 for Rice, 29 for Gronk. We also have Julian Edelman. Yeah. Uh, he's tied for fifth with 24. So you name one of the other four names still remaining on the list, and yeah. you're the champion. If not, Allen. Yeah. The winner today.
I wanted oh, to go. Baby, what a match! I wanted to go real throwback. Uh, I wanted to go Lin Swan, but I feel like I'm way overthinking it. And I'm going to be so... I shouldn't have even said it because now if he's on there and the guy I say isn't on there, it's going to be a whole thing. I hope Chris Verlod's not listening. I'm going to go with the man who just passed Jerry Rice for uh, playoff catches. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. All right. Let's uh, let's run down the list yes, here. Please. One Rice, 33 catches. Two yeah. Gronk, 29. Three played in four Super Bowls. Andre Reed with 27. Ooh. Wow. I was kind of hoping Kelsey would be third. So Four. He played in three Super Bowls, 26 catches for Wes Welker. Wow. Ah, that, I knew there was yeah. another Tom there guy. There had to be another or Tom guy. Or any was a too. Uh, tied well, with true, Edelman. Man. He played in three Super Bowls, 24 catches. Nobody was getting this one. Dion Branch. Oh, my God. Jeez, Bra- this is a Brady list. Yeah. And, and seventh and completing the list, three Super Bowls, 22 catches for... Travis Kelsey! Oh my God! Travis Kelsey! Chris Rice is your champion today in the football field. Come on! Come on. <laughs> I would like to thank the uh, the family, the entire family. That is me. Uh, I did this, and nobody he doesn't else. know what to say. Nobody else helped, and uh, wow! I mean, we're we're just gonna take this and we're gonna roll with it. Two wins back to back, much like Patrick Mahomes is trying to do, but uh, you know, I got to show him how it's done first. Well Good done. Match. Well yeah. done. Well played, you guys. Lin Swan yeah. not on the list? <laughs> no, sir. That's <laughs> okay. not in, at least not in the top seven. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah. I felt good about it. Well done. Really it was a good match. You both played well. Mm. Who's, uh, is there any stragglers that just missed out? Um, I don't have the rest of the list. I okay. apologize. No, that's I, fine. I probably should have had that handy nah, for you. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, those are your those are your top seven. Great. I'll get that information. I guess we'll do that. quarterbacks tomorrow. Uh, we can do that. Sure. Lots of categories. I'll bring in probably two again tomorrow, and we'll see what happens. Sounds good. If Great. Alan still wants to yeah. do it. Well, no. Maybe we'll let Alan pick tomorrow. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Honey, what do you want to do? No, no, no. It's, uh, you know. How yeah. far? How many catches did Kelsey have? Like, where, I'm, He's I'm, at 22 right now. Okay. Yeah. So he's 11 Super Bowl catches away from Jerry Rice. Interesting. I think he had 10 catches last week. He's I don't, not, not, he's he's not, not going to get 11, that, but Let's also hope not, might huh? not be his, uh, his last Super Bowl. Might not be. So It would have to be – I mean, he's getting – what is he, 35 now? Uh, I think something like that, yeah. yeah. It's got to be this and next year. Whitey, there was yes, Niner media availability, and, and Nick Bosa made it known. I think it might have been actually a jab to back to 2019 when they, he was asked about the – Chiefs offensive line, is there anything that sticks out? He said they hold a lot. Yes. Which I think was kind of a double right. entendre situation with 2019. Yes, yes. And now going into this season. Yeah. I know, and I while well, I'm thinking of our friend like Butch in the mm-hmm. Bay Area, he's I don't think he's over that Super Bowl yet. No. There's some 49er fans that aren't quite over the last one. Yeah. So and and Jed York actually said the same thing about the holding. Do you think this is good? We were talking about politicking and how De'Aaron Fox could be better with his social game and how Nick Bosa coming out and Jed York coming out saying this. Maybe the refs will have more of an eye on it. Maybe. It can't hurt. Mm -hmm. It can't hurt. You can't get fined for something that already happened or just saying this is what we're seeing, whether getting called or not. So definitely can't hurt. All right. We are out of here. Thank you to Nate Littlefield who did a great job for us. A lot of last 
last second audio I didn't thing. Like that Al City thing. He tried to sneak that. Somebody bias. said. Yeah, uh, somebody said thank you for the Al City. Did not so, appreciate great, that. Great at music all. today. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get our own uh, music playlist going yeah, uh, here when we're in Vegas. A lot of Usher next week. But Chris Watkins, Alan Styles, stay tuned for the Drive Guys with Whitey Gleason and Kyle Draper. Until tomorrow, secure the bag, light the beam.